BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, Emmanuel, kind of take me, before we start talking about your future and your, your move to New York, take me through this time for you. I mean, you're a sports guy, you're a football player. Um, this is something that we've never dealt with or never experienced. What's life been like for, for you during these uncertain times? Yeah, it's, it's definitely unprecedented and it's a weird scenario, but, um, you know, luckily I, ha I have a place I'm going to go, uh, with the giants and I'm excited for that opportunity. And, um, you know, right now it's just make the most of everything. So get some workouts in here at the house. Um, you know, stay ready. I got a big beanbag I can snap a football into. Um, so you, so you, so you stay ready and, and, you know, the, when I was out of the football for that first year, you kind of that downtime I found when I went back to it, my body felt the best. So, you know, this could be a blessing for a lot of players, uh, get a little bit of more recovery and, and work as you can, but you know, you just make the best of the situation. I know you loved your time in Denver and you love the area out there and the organization. Take me through uh, the move, um, new home with the Giants. What do you see in New York that, that kind of intrigues you and, and, and your next step in your football career? Yeah, you know, I had a great time here in Denver and the business is the business. And, um, you know, when I was looking at potential free agency spots, New York was the number one spot with Joe Judge being a former special teams coordinator. Um, you know, their coordinator now, T-Mac, being as, as um, knowledgeable and, um, you know, a great special teams coordinator that he is, you know, you're going to have two eyes that are going to make you a better player. So in terms of a landing spot, this was where I wanted to go if it got to that point. Um, and I'm really happy. And, and, you know, on top of that, I get to work with Riley Dixon again, um, the punter who was with me here in Denver for the first two years. So it'll be nice to get back together with him and then, you know, you know, Aldrich is a Pro Bowl kicker. We were at the Pro Bowl together. So there's some some familiar faces, and um, I'm really excited for the opportunity. You mentioned you know the business. I know you enjoyed your time in Denver. Is it nice to know your next spot? I mean, obviously there's plenty of, of pluses when it comes to where you're going next, but is it kind of, with all the uncertainty that's going on in this world today, is it at least kind of nice to, to sit back and say, okay, I know my next chapter, I know what I'm doing? Yeah, you know, my family and I were in Iowa when free agency opened. Um, you know, and I felt like that at the long snapper position, I was probably the top guy that was going to be available. Um, and there's a lot of guys that are older and, you know, thought maybe would retire and teams kept re-signing their guys, you know, a week of free agency goes by and you stay confident, you know, you talk to the people you trust and they tell you to just be ready and it'll happen. Um, but yeah, the uncertainty definitely gets to you a little bit. And when we got the call from the giants, it was just kind of relief and, and excitement because it's a great spot to be. Um, you know, like I said before, Joe Judge is going to be there and T-Mac are going to going to make me the best long snapper I can be and, and hopefully get to a few more Pro Bowls and then work our way towards the championship. You, you're in, is it year five now, Casey? Is this, will this Go, be your, year five? Yeah, going into year five. Take me five years ago, six years ago. I'm sure you'd be smiling to be talking about doing this for five years. And, and, and obviously there, there's a lot more years left to go. I mean, this is something that, took a lot of hard work, but you got to be proud of what you've accomplished so far. 
Yeah, it's 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 crazy to think about. And every time this year when you get to OTAs, I always go back to my first year in Denver. Um, you know, living in a hotel. Um, you know, FaceTiming my fiance at the time every night, kind of telling her things are going well. Um, you know, I would spend the afternoon working out. And then I would go back to the hotel and I would lesson plan because I had accepted a full-time teaching job at City High for the upcoming school year. Um, so when this time hits, you know, it's, it's humbling to remember where I was five years ago. Um, and I'll never forget that. And that kind of pushes me and, and kind of uh, it's a little bit of extra motivation to continue to thrive in the NFL for a few more years at least. Um, and then we'll go back to teaching. But it's definitely humbling, you know, to know I've been in the league this long and you know, it's a challenge. There's one, one other snapper out there right now. We're in the same class. Um, him and I are kind of battling to see who can make it longer. Um, you know, and then you try to push the guys that, uh, have, you know, played the longest in the NFL at the position and just take it year by year and play by play. Um, you mentioned teaching. One of the, the best athletic directors that I've ever had to deal with is, is your old man. Um, yeah. he's retired. How is life for him being grandpa a little more? I know he wants to see you guys more, but, uh, Talk about just an amazing dude, and I know somebody who's meant a lot to you. You know, you know, people ask me who my role model is, and he's always the first one that comes up. Um, you know, he taught me how to long snap. Um, you know, he taught me about life. Uh, I would definitely would not be where I am today without him. And, um, you know, I think this the virus kind of cut his athletic director career short. Um, you know, he, I know he was excited for the spring sports and, and helping, you know, the student-athletes out as much as they could. Um, you know, and, and it's tough on him to see the kids go through it and him try to help him work out, but he's excited for the next chapter. I think he, there's a little bit more excitement for me going to New York. My sister lives in Baltimore. So it's a short trip from New York to Baltimore. His sister lives in New York city. Um, you know, we'll be a little closer. I'm sure my parents will be happy not to have to travel across the country to see both of us. We'll be a little closer now. He's, uh, he's already requested a, a, a golf night day with you, him, Myself and Pat Anger, will you be willing to, to, to tee it up with the three of us knuckleheads? I, I'm definitely willing. I don't know if he'll be able to handle it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he, I, I've, I've been golfing with him and Huge. And uh, I, I, will, I will say, it's on average, about two clubs break when my dad and Huge get to golfing every time we go out. So I think, I think we'll be able to hang. I'm excited for that. We're, we're, I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, what would life be like right now for a college football player? Take yourself back to Iowa City and, and hearing the reports and, and knowing those guys are either at home or, you know, quarantining in Iowa City. Um, this is an important time of year. Spring ball is important. What's life like for those guys in Iowa City right now? It's, it's definitely weird for sure. But if I know anything, I know that Coach Ferentz and Coach Doyle have put together an incredible plan for those guys. Um, and the way I see it, if you're living the right way and you're following kind of um, – you know, the steps you need to take to be a great Iowa football player, this is only going to make you better um, because you're going to push yourself as hard as you've ever pushed yourself without coaching. And then when you get back around those coaches, they're going to be itching and, and even more eager to get their hands on you and, and, and help you improve. So, you know, I honestly can see it as an advantage for the, for the Hawkeye football program um, just because of the structure and the culture they have. You know, Iowa players are built to handle something like this and still improve. Um, you know, that's nothing against any other college, but from my experience, you know, there's always a plan in place and, and guys, the guys who need to follow the plan and want to be great, they'll do it and, and come out better. Uh, rewind back to your days and coach Ferentz, I think last week said 30 days of just conditioning and getting ready and 30 days of practicing to maybe be able to play a game. 
Would you go along with those guidelines or what would you need as a, as a college football player in order to, to get ready to play a, a college football game in front of maybe people, maybe not people, but in front of people in, in early September? Yeah. You know, I think as a player, you don't ever really think about it. Um, you just want to play football as a player. And, and, you know, I think the coaches are more concerned about that and they have a better grasp on what do we need to get an effective game plan in. Um, you know, Coach Doyle's thinking, what do I need to do physically to prepare these guys, you know, to play 60-plus minutes of football? As a player, you know, I think if, if, if you're in the right mindset, you think, you know, someone could come knock on my door right now and say, hey, if you don't snap a ball really well, you're going to be fired. And I, and, and I think I would go out there and perform better than I ever have under that pressure. So, Players are ready to go at, at whenever they need to be. Um, you know, the coaches are probably the ones maybe a little more concerned about that um, than the players. Give me the toughest dude you played with at University of Iowa. Is there one guy that stands out as, oh, as tough? Or, I know there's a lot of them. A lot of them. Is there a guy that stands out when it comes to toughness-wise? The guys that come to mind, uh, James Ferentz, I mean, that guy was just a mauler, and, and, and it didn't matter what you put in front of him. He was going to – he was going to – perform and, and you see that in his NFL career he's got a couple Super Bowl rings and he scrapped his way on rosters um, and he's earned everything he's got you know I think of Riley Reef, another guy um, you know I probably think of those two most because when I was still playing scout team defense I was going against those guys and and usually those two are beating me up pretty good um, but but you know it I think if you're playing at Iowa, you got to have that in you. Um, but those two come to mind. And then on the defensive side, Mike Daniels, I mean, that guy was just an animal. Uh, he still is right now in the NFL. And it's always fun to see those guys. And, um, you know, we always, we always tell jokes about, about some of those times where, you know, they were beating me up or, or things like that. But, um, yeah, those, those three come to mind off the top of my head. I don't know. I can't remember if you and Pat overlapped or not, but is there a dumber player that you've been around than Pat Anger? <laughs> uh, you know, Pat was Pat and I were there for a year, um, and I have I had the pleasure of having a connecting room with him when we were down at the Orange Bowl. Oh, no. Um, and, and it was a learning experience for sure. Um, but, you know, Pat was one of those guys that, you know, looking back, he played a huge impact on my career, and he probably doesn't even know it because we didn't really talk. Um, but I had the pleasure of being in that linebacker room my first year and, and, and watching him perform and, and watching how he could be goofy and silly when he wanted to be. But when it came time for work, you know, that guy was working. That guy was the hardest worker on the field. Um, you know, and that, that helps me now in my career. When, when, when there's time to relax, I can kind of let loose, relax a little bit, not waste energy being so serious. But when it's time to turn it on, you know, you turn it on. And, and players like Pat, you know, if you watch them, they taught you that. Did he not talk to you because he was big time in you? Was he just a big jerk? Is that what you're trying to say? You know, he, I had long shaggy hair um, and he called me Jeremiah Johnson and I had never seen the movie. And as a freshman, he kind of made it my, my uh, homework to watch it. So I went out and bought the movie and it was honestly probably one of the greatest life, life moments I've ever had. I still own the movie. Um, I love the movie. Uh, and I'll never forget, you know, Pat was the first one to kind of make me watch it. And, uh, and, and then, you know, you kind of adhere to that lifestyle, kind of the, the, the mountain man, uh, hardworking kind of guy. I don't want to talk too much about Pat, but how, how ironic is it that, you know, a guy who influenced you as a freshman way back in the day is now helping you with a home loan. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. And, uh, you know, if, if you've never played a team sport and, and been with teammates like that, you can trust Pat because he is who he is. Um, 
but being on the on the field with Pat and, and knowing the accountability that comes with being a Hawkeye brother, like I, it, it was a no brainer to to call him up and say, "Hey, can you help me with this?" And um, he's been nothing but great. So if you're if you're in the area, he's not paying me to promote him, but uh, he's a great guy to work with. I tell people all the time he plays the role of dumb very well, and in a lot of ways in life, he's pretty stupid. But I say <laughs> that with love. But uh, he knows what he's doing when it comes to this kind of stuff. He does a great job with it. A few you're more minutes. Lucky you're in quarantine, saying all that stuff. <laughs> he, he, knowing Pat, he might knock on your door. He though. doesn't scare me anymore. He doesn't scare me anymore. <laughs> um, a few more for you before I let you go. How are you looking at the season? I know there's so much uncertainty, and it's it's not like I'm asking for a prediction because you don't know what's going to be going on in in August or, or in September. But how do you approach it? Do you just try to get yourself as ready as you possibly can for, for NFL football in such uncertain times? Yeah, you just prepare as best you can. And, um, you know, fortunately for specialists, a lot of what I've had to do from high school to college is you don't always have a coach with you one-on-one. In the NFL, you do. You know, but leading up to the NFL, a lot of the special teams coordinators run another position group. So you're kind of working yourself by yourself to improve and pushing yourself to improve. So I got a little bit of uh, uh, experience with that, and you know I'll be ready. I think I think uh, you know every NFL player is going to take that. And like I said before, you can use it to your advantage because if other guys that you're competing with aren't getting ready, then and you are, and you're pushing yourself to be ready, you're just going to be a step ahead of them when the time comes. So like you said, with the uncertainty, you just you just stick to a plan. Um, you know, our strength coaches in New York are sending us workout plans and, and tips and tricks. So you just do what they're telling you. And when the time comes, we'll, we'll be ready to strap up and go. At what point do you start teaching Landon at three almost to start long snapping? Like your uh, like, like your dad taught you. He's a, he likes to, when I'm snapping in the basement to the beanbag, he likes to collect the footballs and bring them back. And, you know, every once in a while he'll say, dad, I'll snap it back. And, and he'll just roll the ball between his legs and, you know, as as a father, it's it's awesome to think that you know when he gets a little older, we can we can really start. Casey, I appreciate your time. Keep living the dream. Stay healthy. Stay safe out there. 